Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of the What The Foot podcast. On this pod we go over the freeze promo aka Footmas, icon swaps, this current team of the week and make some predictions for the upcoming one. Finally we talk about how EA can make the weekly more rewarding for players. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy. Okay, so to start off guys, we're going to welcome you to our three guests today. Again, we've got Mark and we've also got Ross and Jack. We'll start with Mark here. Mark, also known as Mark Foot Trader. How you doing mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. So again, Mark, I know you kind of you kind of delve delve more deep into the trading side of things. How did you kind of get started with that trading side of things? Um, well, to be honest with you, I first made the Twitter account um, just as sort of a bit of fun when I first moved out to college in America, and basically I was just recording the weekend league games on there, like posting up the results, and then you know I didn't really take off show it down and then about a year later I started posting just some trading tips I was always good at market knowledge and that side of things and I just started posting trading tips and what I was investing in and it started taking off really and since then I've never really really looked back and and yeah the trading's just grew from there I've got more experience with it and obviously a lot more followers have came yeah, and that's, I think, at least for me, I think trading is one of those things that everyone's trying to be a trader as such. Um, but there's not too many people out there who know a lot about it. Um, in your in your kind of own words, for people who possibly want to get into trading, what are you what would you think the main things are if, if for someone who wants to be a trader in the future? Um, I think the main thing is you, you're going to lose coins. Um, don't be scared to lose coins. I mean, this week I've invested in Trippier and I've probably lost three, four hundred k. And you know, you you are going to make losses, um, but you know, you've just got to get on with it and learn from it and keep going. Sometimes it's high risk and high reward. Sometimes, if you want to make coins, you have to put a lot of effort in um, at times with the market. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I think, I think people a lot of the time as well they want to make quick coins and they expect if they buy a few players they're going to make 50 to 100k straight away and I think for a lot of people it's not like that I mean I know from my personal experience I've done a bit of trading this year not big trading but like little quick flips here and there but like I said I think trading is one of those things that I think more and more people are trying to get into it um, but it definitely is a it's a tough area and I think you do have to spend a lot of time into it I mean like I said with your trading how, how much do you think trading wise a week you put you put in like looking at the market and stuff oh honestly probably too much time if i'm honest <laughs> because um it's, it's not just physically sat there buying players that's probably 15 percent of what i do it's looking at footbin graphs comparing it to previous years uh you try and learn trends and stuff like that try and have a look what content content is coming out so it's quite in depth and i feel like the the last two or three years with FIFA, the trading community has grew an awful lot. I think um, in terms of seeing the Patreons introduced in the last few years, um, a lot more traders have came onto the scene. So there's a lot more competition for cards than there has been in previous years. You know, I think that's very true. I think, like I said, it, I know at least from, I've not been involved with the Ultimate, scene, Ultimate Team scene too much, um, going back kind of three or four years, but I at least know from, Going over the last couple of years, it's been almost, I would say, double to triple the amount of people you see on, uh, whether it be Twitter or Twitch, who are kind of so-called traders. But I think it definitely is becoming a very saturated market. But obviously, like you said, it's 
takes a lot of time to become a, a proper trader, um, if that's what you say. But again, guys, we'll move on to our next guest now. So our next guest is Ross, aka The Good Lad. Ross, how you doing, mate? Good, mate. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. So, Ross, um, I know you kind of focus more on streaming. When did you start streaming on Twitch and kind of what made you get into kind of the content creation side of FIFA? <laughs> um, I definitely would consider myself like a FIFA OG probably now. I started back, not streaming, but like I started playing FIFA Ultimate Team in 11. So, like, I've been at it for a bit. Uh, my first day was uh, the first day of Team of the Year, and I pulled a Team of the Year Casillas in my first pack. So it was just downhill from there. I was teased with good, pack, <laughs> good, good cards from day one, uh, and then like it came to FIFA. Was it seventeen that had the massive delay for a walkout for the animation? I think it was seventeen, wasn't it? Where you got like the big delay. I think so. Yeah. So that's when I first started streaming, and I was just like most people when they first start streaming, like just it was just an Xbox and um, a laptop. And started to grow when I moved to this house in 2018. I got really into it. And then obviously, as you know, like my son was born. So I sort of stepped away from it because I wanted to make sure I was there for that. And then like two thirds of the way through the year or like during COVID, I was like getting that bug back for like maybe trying again. And since I've come back, like the growth was just amazing. Um and obviously, like yourself, like obviously Facebook, have, you know, we, we maybe try, you know, we tried to go down that route and stuff like that. So um, I just enjoyed it. Like I've always been a sociable person. I think I'm not really a trader. I, I'm a semi-decent player. Like I mean, you, I think I'm, yeah, you are very, you're a verified player now, aren't you? I think you kind of been, a, <laughs> you, you've been a bit kind of. Every blind squirrel finds a nut, mate. One weekend. But, you know <laughs> I mean, obviously, somewhat decent and just sociable really just like talking about the game and um you know the channel's had a lot of growth sort of slowed down in the minute because i've been busy with other things but like i just love it I, I love it i love like everyone else in this room i think everyone just loves football don't they and we want to share it with other people so yeah no, um, i think exactly i think especially for me as well streaming is one of those things that you i think everyone kind of wants to like have a go at it um but i think obviously there is a there's a lot to it. i think people don't always think about it think oh well i can just play fifa and people will watch me i mean yeah it's not as easy as it looks i would agree um i used to do very back in fifa 13 days i used to do a bit of trading but that was when i was in college so i had time to like you know do it like like mark was saying like i think people just think you jump on and buy players and sell them do you know what i mean it's not that easy like i remember like i had spreadsheets and all types like studying stuff you know like from when i did it so i found that when i got out of college and got busy with coaching and playing and everything like i just didn't have the time to dedicate towards towards training and, and it's like mark said i think like there's so many people doing it now that you need to be very good at it because there's so many people out there doing it so um for me i think i just stick more to like the decent gameplay you know bit of packs <laughs> bit of this and that yeah. like that sort of it so yeah but i enjoy it like i said i enjoy enjoy sharing fifa with other people and and um yeah been a good ride yeah and no, i think i said training is one of those things that people don't always think it takes a lot of time and like i said there is guys out there who like mark are involved with kind of these trading patrons and i think people a lot of time think well why would i pay money for this kind of thing but the amount of hours and time these guys put into it i mean you kind of got no choice but to at least try and get some money back for it no um, i think they're absolutely right to do that it's no different to like the pros and stuff in it you know offering coaching 
for, yeah, for people. Exactly, yeah, you know, exactly. it's the same thing, isn't it? You know, and I'm Mark probably, I don't know if we want to delve into this later, or I guess we'll let Jack talk at some point, but you know, um, <laughs> I feel like training must have got harder because like, I remember when I was doing it in 13, it was a bit easy because there was so much less content. Like the market was so much more predictable because you didn't have as much every week now there's a bloody promo. Yeah. No. Or every two weeks where back when I was, you know, back in FIFA 13, 12 days, it was informs every week, team of the year, team of the season. And it was, I thought it was a trip. I said, Mark probably can jump on that and tell me if I'm wrong or right. But, um, but yeah, I feel like, I mean, like say so it is like a job. It's like anything. It's like, it's like any market you want to be in, you've got to study it. And, you know, I think people like Mark are obviously very good at it. I think people like jump into the Twitter or Twitch or whatever it is and just think that there's like a magic book, you know, they just jump on for five minutes, buy a few players, sell a few players, and make millions of coins, and it ain't that easy. Like it takes. Yeah, no, I think I think obviously Mark, uh, Mark can agree with that. Um, but now, boys, we'll move on to our last guest. Our last guest is Jack, aka King Lampard, who is uh, now out of uh, Twitch jail. Um, <laughs> but Jack, how you doing, mate? Brought <laughs> <laughs> um, you back, mate. I'm all good. I'm all good. But Jack, what kind of brought you into kind of the content creation side of FIFA, in, in your opinion, in your own words? Um, so similar to Ross, um, but not on the quality of FIFA level. Um, <laughs> Are you I, elite this year? <laughs> yeah, just, just once and never again. Um, I'm kind of a bit of a FIFA OG as well. Um, I started back in FIFA 12. Um, like most people hadn't a clue what I was first doing. I think that's everyone's first, like, when they go into Ultimate Team, unless you've watched it for like a couple of years, it's 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 completely different to really any other game, especially on FIFA anyway, like you have career mode and stuff. Ultimate Team is just a completely different kettle of fish. Um, but yeah, I got back into FIFA 12, played up just casually for a few years. And about, I want to say about four years ago, I started doing YouTube videos. Um, and they kind of just took off um, out of nowhere um, a little bit. And I had something in my life that kind of held me back from doing YouTube videos and I stopped. Um, and then with lockdown coming back around, um, spent the first two, three months of lockdown watching... I'd say the good lad, yourself, and a few other careers, and I just got kind of a little bit of an itch to restart now that I was in a period where I wasn't doing anything with my life. Um, so that's how I got back into the content side of it. When you when you first started on YouTube, what were the first kind of videos you started creating for or for FIFA? So <laughs> I kind of outed myself a little bit here, but I'm the least creative person you'll ever meet. Um, <laughs> just I have no creative ideas, and I'm not saying I rob people's ideas. Um, but I kind of like seen an idea and tried to do something else with it. Um, so I started off by just doing player reviews. Um, but what I wanted to do was I wanted to do player reviews of players that weren't going to be like, not saying popular, but I think it was back in FIFA 16 or FIFA 17 when there's a lot of like player choices. So you can have, uh, I think it was when swaps came around first as well. So you could either choose like this player or that player. So I just choose one of them as quick as possible and try to get a review out on them. Um, I know one off the top of my head was uh, Swaps Ebra. Um, yeah, I like think I remember just, that, yeah. That just took out, but zero promotion. I think the video took me like two, three hours to make. Um, and then I think it was going to make a five, six minute video. And within like a couple of days, I had like 25K plus views, which I was just like, where's this come from? Some, someone who has like 30, 40 subs on YouTube <clears throat> to get that many, so, many views. It was like, this is just insane. But unfortunately, I never kind of um caught on with it like i, I 
looking back at it now, I should have kept making videos then while I had a bit of traction on my account, but I just stopped after that and to my own downfall. But, yeah, um, no, I, I definitely think YouTube is one of those things that it can be easy for certain people, but at least in my kind of own experience that YouTube does take kind of sometimes more effort than actually streaming itself. I think it's a lot easier to just click the go live button, sit there and talk, but I'm definitely recording videos myself. It It is different kind of to from like live streaming. Um, but yeah, I think as far as the YouTube videos go, I think it is tough to kind of create kind of new ideas for a lot of things because most yeah. people have kind of done everything there is. I mean, player yeah, reviews. There's always, there's always going to be something new that people come out with and just finding that new thing that people actually want to sit down and watch because for myself personally, the way I view it is I'll sit down and watch Twitch when I have a couple of hours to spare because um, it's raw content. Whereas if I'm, like, let's say on my lunch, even like today on my lunch from work, I have an hour lunch. I'm not going to sit there and watch Twitch for, like, I only have a short amount of time. So I'll go onto YouTube and try to get the best content in that short amount of time. Um, and it, as, as you said, it's, it's easy to go live, stream for four or five hours, chat to get, get a few of your mates to come in, chill with a few people uh, in your community um, and make content that way. And like most of the time on Twitch, you're not really making much content. You're just chilling about. Like I know there's some really dedicated content creators that are like, like, like let's say Pyface, it's just constant content. Yeah, yeah. And they're like the big, the big boys. But the likes of ourselves, we just want to chill with our community, chill with people play a few games of FIFA, have a laugh. Um, whereas YouTube is just that dedicated content of like a 10 minute video and then you have to sign it. You probably make recording for three, four hours and trying to splice it all down into a 10 minute clip. It is hard. Like, yeah. Find 10 minutes yeah. that people will want to watch. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think that's the, the main thing as well is that content creation kind of, there is a lot of people out there that want to do it and want to get into it. But it is tough trying to be in that small kind of top 5% that, that people want to watch and will eventually grow and get to the top. Um, but like I said, we've, guys, we've introduced our three guests. We're going to start off going into the Freeze promo, which has obviously overtaken the, the Footmas promo. I know there's a bit of kind of anger from people in the community as far as the Footmas promo kind of getting kicked to the side. Um, I just want to know, what, first of all, what your guys' opinions are regarding the Footmas promo in the past. We'll start with Mark. Um, was Footmas one of those promos that you really liked? What were, what were your opinions when you saw it got removed? Um, yeah, I think it's always been one of them promos that you sort of look forward to. Um, I know you, some of you guys are probably the same as me. December, you sort of have a bit of downtime. Um, obviously, work and college finishes, so... You typically spend a lot more time on FIFA. And I think in the past, when we were getting three players per day, I think it wasn't FIFA 17. There was just a lot of content going on all the time. And I enjoyed it. I mean, I loved FIFA 17 because we had that Sunderland Jermaine Defoe striker. <laughs> he was unbelievable as well. And I just always remember him, the, the little blue one. Um, but no, I've always enjoyed Footmas. I mean, last year, you look at some of the cards we had. He had the left-back Mendy, who I think was in most people's teams um, all year. Yeah, no, that's true, yeah. Um, and I just felt it sort of died a bit this year. I felt it was more EA trying to make money and revenue by bringing out the promo team and sort of changing it up a little bit too. Um, I don't know about other people, but I just I liked that every day there was an SBC coming out. I liked it when the days of Advent were related to the player's squad number or the position in the league. 
I just thought it's a bit of fun to have an ultimate team. It wasn't so serious all yeah, the time. I, yeah, I think it's definitely I think it, it does get more and more serious as kind of the years have gone by. And I think, I don't know whether that's kind of FIFA's own down for as far as making it kind of more competitive. And I, I get that FIFA do want to uh, kind of create a more competitive scene, but then also comes the, the normal casual players too, who they kind of, they, they get stuck with the competitive side. Uh, I don't know if Ross or Jack with you guys, what do you guys make of Footmas? I always like Footmas because I think like Mike said, it's just unique in it. It's something different. Um, I like the sort of like, you know, the predictions every day. Like if it was the 15th of December, you were looking for players that were number 15 or if they were 15th in the, you know, the teams of 50 people in the league or whatever, you know, it's a bit something different. You maybe saw some players that you didn't always see get special cards. Um, obviously, there's an SBC every day. I mean, I remember FIFA 17 again, I think we hit, keep it at FIFA 17. I think we got a free mega pack or a free 50k pack on Christmas Day or something, I think, if I remember rightly. And I think I pulled us up as Ola. Um, you know, and you just don't see any of that anymore. It's just every promo is, is it's named different and the cards look different, but it's the same thing. You know what I mean? We see the same thing every two weeks. It's just got a different card design. And obviously, I guess one of my questions is, is this replacing shapeshifters, right? Because we've seen cards get position changes and, like this one was it uh, Gaia got one today, didn't he? He's a striker. Yeah, the Jose, Jose Gaia left back. Um, I'd probably put the whole promo on tomorrow for me because the United player coming out in this, so we'll see. We'll see who it is and what it is. But um, I like Footmas, and I, uh, I don't know. Goalkeeper, I, I, goalkeeper Harry Maguire card. It's a good. I'll, I'll buy it. Goalkeeper <laughs> Harry Maguire. I seen that uh, striker Phil Jones one in Castro stream today, and I'll, I'll be buzzing if it's that. To be fair, like <laughs> Phil Jones. Um, <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I would have liked to have kept footless. Like, I think there was always, like, my said, there's something a bit different about it. And, again, it just feels like another, like, every other promo we've seen. It just It's just got a different couple different players. And, and also, I've just noticed, like, I don't know if you guys agree, and Mark, you probably really know, because you're a trader, but, like, the bleeding people's clubs dry at the minute. The last few weeks, it's just been nothing but just, like, repeatable SBCs, base icon upgrades, like, I don't know if they're planning on something for team of the year, but they're definitely trying to bleed people dry at the minute. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that also the the amount of upgrade packs as well, I think the upgrade packs, whilst they might not seem like there is a uh, need to put a lot into them to get an upgrade, you, when you see these kind of content creators who do hundreds of these, everyone else thinks, all right, well, I've got to try and do 10 or 20 of these. And I know from when I streamed on last Friday, I think I got through about 40 of the one-player upgrades, um, and they were shocking. They, For the most part, they're just not good, and I think people can get caught in that trap of doing these upgrades, doing like the uh, the icon packs, and I think the icon pack was around 400 or 500K. It's not cheap, and I know people are out saying, well, I've got fodder of this, fodder of that, but you, yeah. you can always use fodder at a later date for another SPC if you want to. Um, but to go back to you, Jack, what are, you, what are your ideas kind of regarding footmas? Did you like it previously? Um... I, I, I'm going to go against the curve here. I never liked it. I never really liked Fukmas. Um, I For me, the way I remember Fukmas back, as Ross says, I always seem to go back to FIFA 17 here, but the 17, 18, 19 era, there was like three cards every day. Um, and for me, what I remember is every SPC was like extremely overpriced. Like I remember they were releasing out like a Vidal SPC and it was like 100K. And I go, okay, yeah, now that seems cheap. But back then when it was like three SPCs for like, 100 to 200k a day 
for like 15 days in a row people were just like by the fourth fifth day they're like we have nothing left in our club there's all these players are coming out now that we can't afford and that's I like the idea of it um, and I know I'll say you don't have to do every SPC you only do the players that you'll want in your club um, but by the trend it seems this year as well it seems that every promo that we were used to has kind of gone out the window and like screen cards are gone uh, Footmas is gone question is what's next as Rosso said Shapeshifters, Shapeshifters is a dead promo now if they still do it because every promo that has, like I say, you're having a left back to a striker, you're having a left mid to a right back, you're having a winger to a striker, you're having a centre back to a CDM. This is what's happening now is what the Shapeshifters promo was usually. Um, so does that that's looking like that promo has gone out the window. What other promo has gone out the window? It's going to be Foot Birthday gone out the window. Is all these other promos that we were so used to getting every every year like are they all gone out the window as well so I suppose they're just trying to keep the game fresh but um, at what cost are we losing that, that nostalgia feeling of oh remember last year we had this Mendy card remember FIFA 18 we had this Vidal card remember FIFA 16 we had this card um, and that was kind of just it's all gone like with no um, similar relevance really like these are all just shapeshifter promos just with a different name. Yeah, no, I get that 100%. Like I said, I'm, I would lean more towards your opinion as far as the, the promos in previous years with the SBCs. Haven't, I, I think going back to last year, I know, like I mentioned beforehand, the, the Footmas Mendy was a card in most people's teams. Who but who did that card coming up to team the team of the season last year? But I know for me, most of these SBCs previously, are expen- they've been expensive. Yeah. You, you look at it last year, there was only a handful of cheap cards that, Again, might not get into your team, but wouldn't be a bad super sub. So it's always a tough one, I think. It's hard to please everyone, and I think that's what EA is struggling with right now a lot. But also, like I said, going back to previous years, there hasn't been this many promos every or every month throughout the whole year. I think you look back to FIFA 20, I think they added, I don't know how many more promos it added in, but at least I know from previous years, there wasn't this many promos all the way through. But it does get to a point where I remember last year there was like two weeks without promo. People saying, well, when's the next promo? Why have you not got promo? And I think it's a, a double-edged sword there. You, you do want promos frequently. But when you have too many, then cards become redundant. And again, EA are left with no choice but to include similar players in each SBC and each promo. And again, you see this year, I know with the Jose Gaia cover, at least today, I think most people expected an Adama Traore striker. And I think, yeah, that would have been a great card. But I think, especially from playing weekly league and rivals and friendlies, most people have got pretty much the same team. You know you've got the, the back four of what, Mendy, Varane, Gomez, and Walker, or Semedo. Most people's teams are pretty much the same right now. And even though EA, I said the freeze promo, in, in my opinion, hasn't been too bad so far, I don't see many people using these cards. Um, but then we're going to move on to that part, boys. What do you make of the actual freeze promo itself um, and how it's gone so far? We'll start with you, Jack, this time, since you went last. Um, yeah, like, I do I do respect it. There's a lot of cards there that I'm looking at, like, um, I fancy, like, it was a decent a decent card. Like, a Torreira left bag, which is Atletico Madrid, is a decent card. Marquinhos, a CDM, I think is class. I think all the people that rock Neymar and Mbappe, that's just throwing a spanner into their team, like, thinking... Okay, now we have another player for great chemistry. Um, there's a few really, really nice cards like Casemiro at centre back, another player that throwing spanners into work. People always rock, rocking that Varane, Varane 
Militao or Varane, uh, Diego Carlos or Joe Gomez partnership, that's another spanner to works there. Who are we going to sell and replace? And uh, people feel like it's forcing people to change their teams again to get better links or work something out different for their team. Like even myself, like I don't even have Neymar and uh, Mbappe. But I'm thinking if I get this Marquinhos, it's going to be really easy to link Neymar and Mbappe because it's another player that looks OP. I haven't seen anything on him, but it does look OP. Um, and it's a player that, in my eyes, League One is lacking, is a good CDM centre mid card. And wherever we were given it by just unrealistic, not unrealistic, but it wasn't really like a, a wordy card besides a shapeshifters promo. Yeah, so I think that's strong. definitely definitely one of them. And I think I like I like the shapeshifter promo last year. Mm. I, I don't get why they've gotten rid of it for Footmas in a way though. They could have they could have easily changed the team around. I, I get I like the idea of changing players' positions and kind of creating new players there. But I know, like I said, like getting rid of a promo like shapeshifters, which Again, I know I don't know what you guys felt about shapeshifters last year, but I liked it. And again, I liked the kind of foot freeze idea, but I don't like how it already eliminates one future promo. Um, Ross, what do you uh, what are you making of the freeze promo so far? I haven't bought any cards. That's probably a good way to start. <laughs> um, I haven't bought any cards. Um, like I said, I'm obviously, you know, I'm always intrigued to see who tomorrow will be. Um, as you know, I'm someone who always. I say I play with different players and I, I have a centre-back, you know, I have a back four of Mendy, Varane, Gomez and Semedo, but like, <laughs> you know, I obviously I always try and favour United players, but um, I mean, I liked the shapeshifter last year for the concept of, you know, it's always fun to try different cards in different positions. Um, for some reason, it, like I say, it could be just because, as you know, I'm a bit sort of, generally just sort of disillusioned with the game at the minute that I'm just not really bothered about grabbing some of these new cards. Um, it, it just, for me, is just like, it's just another promo. Like for me, again, it just might be some bit, I'm maybe just, I'm getting old now, but I just, it's just too, <laughs> it's just too much. Like every week or every two weeks, it's just another promo. And for me personally, like it, it's just too much. Like it's too much. Um, It's just too much to like. I sort of get disillusioned with the cards because like, oh, here comes another card, or here comes. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just gets a bit, you know, a bit boring. Um, so, I think it's fine. But again, it's like so many SBCs. Like I say, they're just all they're trying to do is, is just completely just they want you to dump your club, dump your coins into these SBCs. And I'm I'm trying to. I've done one. I did one icon SBC when it first came out, and I've tried to stay away since. And I really haven't delved too much into the these SBCs purely because. As you know, I've been stopping at goal one because I'm trying to build up some stuff for team of the year. So generally, I don't really have much of my club at the minute. So it's all right, but like I say, it's not It's not been my favourite promo. There's some cool cards in there. Like, I think Bernardo Silva looks decent. I think Nani looks decent, like, just for something different. Uh, I might give that Balassi a go. Has anyone done that card or not? No, yeah, not much to get them done yet, but I think I will we'll definitely try and grinding, get them so. yeah. um, But... I just, for me, mate, it's just, I need a break. I need like a little bit of a downtime, I find. And, and, and like you, you, again, I think we might touch on this later. So I don't know if you want me to talk about it now, but I remember I always watched Castro at the beginning of the game because he obviously just rips in a ridiculous amount of packs. <laughs> so it's fun to watch. And I think it was the first Friday. I think the game came out on the Thursday. 
and like the full game came out Thursday and then it was on Friday. It was Friday at midday for me, you know, one o'clock, yeah, six o'clock yeah. in the UK. And um, there was nothing. And there's people just dead game, dead game. I'm like, game's just come out. <laughs> like, what what are you expecting? Like, you know, and, but that, that is where the, the community is now. I'm probably a very small portion that isn't like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a younger crowd coming through now who just want content thrown at them all the time. And I don't personally want that. I want, you know, I came from a world of where you had, uh, you played against your friends or you found a single player match or you played a tournament. Do you know what I mean? Like, compared to now, that's ridiculous. So, um, I don't know. I think I might just be burnt out on promos, but I think it's a decent promo. There's some good cards, but none of them have really tickled my fancy. We'll see what happens tomorrow when Harry Maguire striker comes out or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, I think I definitely have to agree there. I think as far as the promos go, I, I like the promo. I think one card you guys haven't mentioned yet is the, the left wing Verratti. Um, it's turned into a mm. completely different card. I mean, gone from a fairly average kind of CDM, which basically classes fodder, but it's a, it's a decent card, but I think most people, I wouldn't say most people have a have a name on their team. There's also a lot of people who have kind of bought the game later and are kind of building up to that kind of Neymar and Mbappe kind of partnership up there. Um, but apart from that, I, I think surprisingly a lot of people have kind of top tier teams already. And you look at that and you think Mane kind of gets in most, or we're getting a lot most people's teams. Casemiro, I think, is better than Varane by the looks of it. But then apart from that, you don't. I'm not going to see many of these guys in the weekend league. I don't think. I mean, Lautaro Martinez, I think, looks quality, especially linking in with that SPC and Saudi, who is a four star, five star. But apart from that, I mean, a lot of these guys are pretty hard to link. I mean, you've got Golovin here, Russian Liga Un, Sane, I think Senegalese Bundesliga. These guys aren't easy to link, but I do like the fact that they've kind of moved towards different players. Although people will complain either way. People complain that, oh, these guys have been in the last promo. These, it's another French player, another Spanish player, blah, blah, blah. But then when it's players that people aren't used to, and who aren't maybe as good as the other players that have been in these other promos, people complain either way. And I think that's down, the, down to the community nowadays. And they they know what they want. They want a Neymar and Mbappe. They want guys who are as good as a Ronaldo. But, you can't have that. And I think especially as far as the kind of the power curve goes, the the quicker you get to that power curve, the less people play. Once you get to that kind of God tier team, you don't grind as much and you don't need these new objective cards. Um, I know, Mark, I saw earlier that you've got about 7.5 million in investments. Um, have you have you kind of looked at any of these freeze cards yet? What do you think of the freeze promo? Um, no, I've not really looked much into the freeze promo. Um like personally for me, it's more of a shapeshifters promo and that sort of thing. I mean, there is some nice cards. I know Mane is sort of the headline player. I I, I got his red pick the other week, so you know he's me he's too. Sort of, <laughs> <laughs> he's sort of a bit irrelevant for me. Like you wouldn't go in the team. And um, and to be honest, I know I'm a bit different. I've got a lot more coins than the average player, and um, I don't see myself using any of these cards. I mean, Casemiro might be a shout. But as soon as Team of the Year comes out, you know, you're going to get a Varane or a Ramos and they'll go in most people's teams over him, I'd imagine. Um, so, yeah, my investments, I've not actually touched any of them. I mean, there wasn't actually a search filter on the market for them. So their prices were absolutely crazy. I mean, they were up and down. You just couldn't predict what they were going to do one one hour to the next. 
they were fluctuating a lot. So I, I just stayed clear. And that's when I just plugged all my money into um, a lot of, a couple of cards. So that's what I've sort of done. I've stayed away from this promo. And um, as we've all said, I think it's sort of an overkill with the promos. And it's something which hasn't been mentioned yet is with the promos. Now it seems to be every promo is a two week promo. There's two teams. And, yeah. and that was never the case. Um, especially a few years back, it was one team of maybe 18 players and that was it. As now it's two weeks and it just drags on. They bring about six SBC players out. They bring about 20 to 25 promo players out in the span of two weeks. And by the, by the end of the second week, I'm just bored of it. But then another different promo is going to come. And you're just getting all these different cards every week and there's just too many. In my opinion, it um, kills off the gold, the normal gold cards. I mean, right now there's very low demand just for the normal gold card of some players. Yeah, I think that's honestly that is the issue with. I'm not. I'm not saying the whole of the community, but I say from especially players who've kind of maybe FIFA 19, FIFA 20, FIFA 21 is their kind of first FIFA. They've um they've kind of got used to FIFA having promos nearly every week, and they expect that. Especially with the, I know, I think Ross mentioned it as far as the, the 6pm content goes. People log on to Twitter, log on to FIFA every day and expect there to be either an, an SBC player or some kind of decent SBC to to grind towards. Um, but I think kind of people are kind of expect too much sometimes. And as far as content goes, you can't expect EA and kind of FIFA to give you loads of loads of cards all the time. I think there has to be some kind of down period. But also, I do understand that people who do want to grind the game and maybe not want to uh, trade, they've got to kind of have stuff to grind towards. I like what they did last year as far as the milestone players go for each of the top five leagues. And I know they have tried to do that already. Although I would rather there be probably longer cards to kind of grind towards over the whole period. So if there is, say, like a few days of an SPC, you could maybe kind of grind towards that player. Um, like I said, it frees, again, in my opinion... I said it. It's been okay, but it's just one of those promos that it's a promo for a promo's sake. Um, but also, again, guys, I know alongside Freeze, it finally released icon swaps. What are you guys making on that? I, I will, we'll go back to Mark. To start with Mark. What are your uh, kind of first takes on icon swaps? Um, to be honest, I've I've played quite a lot. Um, I'm going to start off with a negative because it drives me insane. But the fact, like, I think. Is it January? The start of January, you have to wait for the next next batch of icon swaps. That's my only negative with it. I mean, I'm impatient. I just want to grind all 18 tokens now, get the packs, get whatever I'm going for. But I think the fact that it's in friendlies, this was something everybody was crying out for last year, was to move it away from division rivals. I think especially with the captain division rivals, this FIFA, it's brilliant that it's on friendlies, and I don't know if any of you guys have played it, but there's sort of the hidden rule of golden goal going on at the minute. Yeah, so no, I, I'm yet I'm yet to get into it, but I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter about that. But also, I've seen the other side is that people are kind of getting abuse if they're maybe not quitting after a goal. And I think isn't there? I know you do have to win a certain amount of games. Isn't there also a requirement that you've got to play a certain amount of games though as well? So obviously, you, you do have to play a full game sometimes. 
Um, yeah, in, in the objective, some objective there is. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't win, can you? If you go one nil down and then they come back and win two one, you're going to say they should have quit. You forget the casual player sometimes just plays the game because they want to get better. They don't mind losing a game because they're improving at the same time. Yeah, As other, yeah. People, other people just want to play and get it done. They don't like the game or they're literally just playing for the reward. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that that's probably the issue is that there, there's a big amount of people who are what's kind of considered as casuals. But... I think people kind of forget about that. I mean, the guys who play foot jumps every weekend, like they're seen as probably the, I wouldn't say competitive, but like the people who grind the game out a lot, but they're probably, I don't know the percentage of people who are kind of considered casuals who don't play weekend league, but I'd imagine there is a, I wouldn't say half the, half the kind of player base, but I think a decent amount. Um, but Jack, what's, what kind of, what's your kind of first take on icon swaps? Um, the one thing I took away from it, um, which I actually love, is the uh, whole idea of the packs, like the 83 times 25, the 85 times 5, and the two ultimate packs. I think that's just so unique from EA. Like that, that's something I've never seen before. And um, like especially the 83 plus 25 by 25. I think that's just class. Like with Team of the Year on the corner, like I know myself I'm saving those for Team of the Year. Um, or an unbelievable promo comes out. And um, that's what I'm saving for anyway. Um on the icons, there's none that, like even the highest one, like is Henri, doesn't get my team. I don't want to. I'm not trying to flex or anything, but <laughs> it just it just doesn't. Like I'm not playing, I'm not grinding out 17 tokens, um, for an Henri. Now, if it was thing, if I was an Arsenal fan or someone, or from France or whatever, I probably would. But um, yeah, it just doesn't tick the boxes for me like even last year we had like I remember there was a Guardiola for like cheap enough and that was class like I just don't see like Vidich is seven tokens I had the Vidic. It he's basically an Arctic Lurry um, probably the chunkiest player I use in the game so that just kind of killed that user player. error mate user error <laughs> I've seen you play FIFA but yeah just stuff like that like, Guardiola was a like for myself, I remember doing Guardiola. It's actually, it's a player that I would never have bought, but he's he's actually really good. So I got, I looked through it, and there's I can't see a player like that in the swaps. Um, besides, so the only thing I'm going for is I'm going for the um, ten tokens. Easy enough. I don't have to grind too much. I can pick like the ten easy objectives, um, and then get my packs and have a hopefully a good team of the year. You're not going to go for a uh, a base icon or a, a mid icon uh, pack. No, no, I'm not going to gamble. I'm not going to gamble. Um, as I said, there's no, there's like the percentage again. The base icon card that's worth over 500k at this stage is extremely rare. So, um, and now I'm pretty much one for the full send anyway. But I'd, I'd rather the full send on the 25 times 83, five times 85, and then the two ultimate packs per team of the year, and try to get a player like. That's going to be end game material. Yeah, um, Ross, what's your uh, take? Yeah, on? a lot, a lot of what's been said, I think, by two lads. Like, I, I enjoyed. In general, I think Icon Swaps is a fantastic idea. Um, I think it's, again, it's a great way for what you could pass as a casual FIFA player to get a go at these icons because, you know, I think I really think about like a FIFA player what I class as a casual as someone who maybe jumps on once or twice a week doesn't play a weekend league, doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, 
I think about them and I think they're never going to get an icon by buying one or well, maybe maybe buying one eventually by the end of the year. So I do like the idea. Again, I would agree. It's not even just about, you know, myself, all of us in this, all have good teams, whether it be from trading, you know, spending money, whatever is getting lucky. But even generally, like how many of those icons get into most people's teams? Do you know what I mean? Like it's the same what we talk about with these promos. We see so many promos, but I just see the same 11 players every time I bloody play a game a weekend league. Um, I'll be going for Vidic. <laughs> For uh, I know Jack can't, Jack's excited about that, but um, I'd go for someone else higher up if I thought it would really benefit me. Henri, again, Red Mane, like Marcus said, I've got him, so it'd be redundant me getting Henri. Rijkaard, don't do it for me. A question was um, actually there. Are you doing Vidic because Man United? I, a bit of both. I think he looks all right. I think you're just crap at FIFA. I'm not going to lie. I, I actually, so I had a God squad about two weeks ago, all my coins were into this team and Vidic was my centre-half and I did enjoy him. Um, exposed, don't get me wrong. Exposed King Lampard team here. Vidic was a top-tier centre-half but he was, I used him, he was a new card, I wanted to try him out but he, he was very he was very good. Um, probably he's just off the meta a little bit, a little bit too slow but yeah. I mean, I did feel he was okay and um, Apart from the odd casual mistake, the, the way the way I just compare it is, it's Varane and Gomez are the the pinnacle. Like at the moment, they're still the pinnacle, um, and it just wasn't wasn't for me anyone near them. So. Yeah, it's 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 crazy that we're saying that a defender, a centre back with seventy seven pace, isn't quick enough. good enough. Yeah, it's mental. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. For me, it's probably a little bit of that. Um, is it is Vidic obviously, but also because I say I look above him, and there's really no one else that stands out to me. Like there's no one else that I think yeah. Like to give him a go. All the other ones we've had before. Um, I'm a bit like like Marwison. Like usually every year I look for the new icons. I want to play with them. Obviously, as you both, you know, Mr. Bristow and Jack know that, you know, week one I bought a Cantona and I've had him since. Like, you know, it, that it's about you trying the new cards for me. So um and then I'm sort of um in an hour in about um the base or mid icon upgrade. Uh, and then obviously going down the other route, which would be the 85, what is it, 85 times five and the 83 times 25. Um, I may go that route because for me, I always like, I love team of the year. That's my favorite thing because it was the only promo when I first started. So like, except from team of the week. So like team of the year always holds a bit of a special thing for me. And obviously like Jack said, like it truly is the only promo you get at this point in the game where you play, you are getting an end game card, aren't you? I mean, yeah, no, exactly. I think that's the kind of the tough thing about it. I think people, people do get kind of caught up in the whole like pack, packing good players, and they see good packs on social media or on Twitch stuff like that, and they think, well, oh, oh, Castro's got a uh, got a mid hurlick, got this, got that. But you got to think. I, I've seen a lot of these packs not great as well. I mean, yeah, exactly. From from me personally. I'm liking the look of Rijkaard, honestly. I last year I was a big fan of Petit, mid Petit, and Rijkaard looks pretty similar to him. Although, like I said, it, it's tough this year with certain clunkier players. I was tempted to go Coman, and also go for the um, the eight three times twenty five, but I wouldn't play Coman centre back. I think Coman possibly start as a back five, then play him as a box to box midfielder. Um, doesn't look too bad there, but I know, like I said, it's, it's the pace on these cards is the issue. I think, apart from Rijkaard and Coleman, I don't think I'd go for any of them. 
Um, Omri, I know Omri was, I know I used him a little bit last year. The card doesn't work on FIFA anymore, I don't think. And I know clunky players do feel a bit better this year. But even that Omri card, I don't think is going to be top tier. And there's too many left wingers anyway to to really consider him above, say, a Neymar or even a uh, even a Rashford right now. So it's a tough one, I think. I think it's sad, mate, if you don't mind me jumping in. Like, obviously, it's easy to talk about this year because there's 100 icons or 101 now, I guess, isn't it? Because David Beckham was added. But, like, again, like, how many of them? If you're, play, if you're trying to play, you know, competitively, how many of them are usable? Do you know what I mean? Even if you, when you see icons, you see the same icons. And I think I find that quite sad. Like, I think, like, I remember, obviously, I think we, you all were playing when I, when Legends first came in and pretty much every single card was good. Every single card was had something special about it. It was almost like there used to be this sort of, like, hidden, you know, like, I remember even like Valderrama, like he looked crap, like his card looked crap, but it's like people used to call it like the hidden icon in game stats that they just seem to be good. But nowadays it's like. Do you not remember, you know, Ga- do you not remember Gary Neville and Teddy Sheringham? Gary Neville was brilliant. <laughs> Teddy Sheringham wasn't great, but Gary, mate, again, user error, Bristol, yeah. user error, mate. Take those rolls and the glasses off your ass. Um, <laughs> um, but now it's like, even when you see icons and people seeing, what do you see? Cruyff, Eusebio, even like Baby Blanc is definitely a, a fantastic icon. You know, you see the same icons. It's not even just the same goal cards or inform cards or whatever. It's the same icon cards. Like, I think they need to find a way to make it to where probably reduce the amount of icons there are, but make it so every single one of them is good. Like, there's yeah, some icons I mean, that don't even see. Like, you'd laugh at thinking about putting something in your team, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's like, I. Like, you know, again, rose tinted glasses, you could say, but like, I love Paul Scholes, right? I think most people think he's a fantastic footballer, but he's never going to be in anyone's team. Yeah, it's tough with these, especially there are so many of them at Icons. I know last year they got the prices were so low, but I know previous years they were used for kind of Icon SPC, so they did hold some value there. Um, I'm not sure if you mentioned Mark. Who do you who are you going for here, Mark, in your Icon swaps? Um, so I'm actually going to. Sweat it out, try and get all 18 tokens. Um, I'll probably go for the ultimate packs, the 85 pack, the 83 pack, and then I'll try and get a base icon pack as well. Yeah, no, that, um, sounds, that sounds fair, I think. Oh, again, I'll go full send. I mean, worst case is it's going to be a lot of fodder come team of the year, and I'm pretty sure there'll be a lot more icon SBCs out by then, like personal player SBCs. So I might be able to put the packs into that if I don't get anybody good. Yeah, that's true. Are you gonna are you gonna save those packs as well to open at Team of the Year? I'll say yes, but they could be open by the weekend. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie. Uh but yeah, like I said it is a tough one. And like I said, we'll um we'll move on now to more of the, the team of the week. Um I did know last week in my opinion last week's team of the week was probably one of the, the better ones we've had in recent weeks. But I, I do think with these promos that kind of i don't know what you got your guys opinion is and like that team of the week is kind of seeing seeing more and more redundant um especially with rewards but i said last week we all had a informed son who again for 300k looks pretty identical to his player of the month card so i, I do feel bad for guys who's gone ahead and done that um pog was on a bad card but again it's minimal upgrades you've got zaha there too salah um but apart from that really there's not many other guys in that team that you kind of look at and think right i want to go for that player i mean Quadrado's kind of fairly high priced. Malinkovic Savage is there as well, but um, 
again, it's it's one of them that team of the week is kind of hit and miss. And uh, especially with red picks, I know. If you look at them players that you've just mentioned, Quadrado, he's already got a rule breaker card. Pogba, he's already got a rule breaker card. Son, he got his player of the month. Like, there's three of the headline players in the team of the week, and they've already got another special card, equivalent or higher rated than the current one. Yeah, and that's true as well. And even Zaha too. I mean, Zaha's other mm-hmm. form is fairly close to it. Um, like Salah I said, it's well. it's tough. Man. As well. Yeah, Salah's got his. Uh, Champions League one, so yeah. Um, I think no. personally, like, sorry, I think they should like for me. Team of the week has just become extinct. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's just like you say, it's becoming redundant. It's, it's it, with with a like with a promo every two weeks. What it's sometimes you think, like, what's the point of it? Like, the point is red picks, basically, isn't it? I mean, that's what we all. That's the only thing that we all look at team of the week for on a Wednesday when it comes out is to see who we might get in our picks the day after or for someone like, you know, for a trader, they're looking to maybe see if they can trade in a player that's that's an inform. Because when we're, again, I, I couldn't say, I bought Rashford, I bought inform Rashford, but like, except from that, like, an inform Gomez before I got him red. Like, it, it, it's just become such a redundant, is it, I won't even call it, a, is it a promo? I mean, I guess it is, isn't it? But like, Yeah, it's one of them that I know, like, I, I didn't really get into the ultimate team until about FIFA 17, but, Team of the week was always one of those things that you look every week. I uh, like would check on the uh, EA Sports Twitter and go and see who's in the team of the week. But it's almost becoming a, a point now where you don't really you don't care as much. You know, it's not going to be that great. Yeah, I mean, I remember like Jack and you can again, Mark. I don't know if you when you said you came in, but like Jack, obviously, I know you were thirteen or twelve. Like I remember in eleven, mate, that was all there was. So like we would be like you're checking like your phone half-time scores and full-time scores in La Liga and, and whatnot to see who's performed because you just couldn't wait for Wednesday to see who was going to get a Team of the Week card because that's the only way of getting something else other than a normal gold card. And and now, again, you know, for me, the only reason I look at Team of the Week is to see who I'm going to get. I might get red, you know, in 24 hours' time. It's kind of a bit um, redundant at the moment. Like, Ross, if I said to you, Inform El Shirari. What does that mean to you? Like that probably could get you a little bit excited because you probably think back to FIFA 12. Mate, I remember like I, I remember like remember Mike yeah, Silver. Mate, exactly mate, you remember mine. Like, I remember back end of FIFA 12. He scored like two goals in it. We're talking like bloody Brazilian Premier League or you know, their 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 top division. And that's how it was. Like you were looking at your phone, like bloody hell, Michael Nieta scored two goals because you get an inform on Wednesday, and everyone was buzzing about it. Like just don't exist anymore like it's it little things as well do you remember Felipe Melo winning goal FIFA 12 the, the bronze it? card yeah bronze oh, card bronze. yeah bronze info I had that card for a bit and people used to use them in the bronze cup and, talk uh, about FIFA 13 mate El Shirari uh, not El Shirari Sessegnon best player in the game mate Sunderland legend <laughs> Sunderland legend dual fives score, could score from anywhere but that's the thing you don't get them cards anymore do you know what I mean there's no more hidden gems like, I'd do anything to go back to that like I think every game, yeah, what they're trying to do with the silver stars stuff. I like silver stars, the silver lounge, but there's no reason to play it apart from getting the objective player, really. Yeah, so it, I it's mean, a, it's yeah, I go back to Mike on, I think he was about 100k when he marked, and El Shirari was about a quarter of a million. I, yeah, there were. I think, I think Mike on the air might have even got price fixed to about 800k. Yeah, I mean, just every time, all I remember is every time you played someone, they had different players, they had different. You saw different players, and obviously now you just whether you're playing rivals, weekend league, whatever it is, you're seeing the same 
eight or nine. You might see one or two different, but eight or nine. So for me, team of the week's dead. Yeah, I don't know how you guys feel, but for instance, if I have obviously we've probably all got him. If you've got Varane centre back and then he gets an inform, my first instinct isn't ever, well, oh, I need to go and buy that inform version no. now. It's because the upgrade's so minimal. I remember yeah. back, you know, back to the FIFA 12 and 13 days. If a player, for instance, Paul Pogba this past weekend, uh, when he well, when he played West Ham, if he scored that goal from outside the box, he might get. I think he, he did get one a silver one. He got like plus ten shooting or something. Yeah, silver inform FIFA 13. Yeah, he got he got a big shooting boost as now. I think they get a plus one on every stat or however many they've moved up by. Yeah, it, it's tough with them. I know they were trying to bring out the... I know they mentioned with the player moment stuff as far as trying to like boost their um, stats in certain areas, but I think that's one of the, the things that FIFA do beginning of the year. They always bring out like, oh, this is our new thing for the year, but um, how many of those have we seen, honestly? I know yeah, they've they had the flashback ones, but... Well, I think the Robin is a team of the week as well. I think there's one reason they are keeping it, and that's because of weekend league, because, I mean, how long have people really started pushing out like, Look, yeah, you're giving us these promo, but these promo cards need to be in red picks. I yeah. think that's why they keep it around because we yeah, all still, yeah. even though we know the team of the week's not great, and like Mark said, like, the upgrades now are minimal. We still want them red, don't we? There's something about that lure of a of a red, whatever it, you know, whoever it is. Um, and obviously, we all want them to put promos in, but I can't see that happening. Yeah. Now we'll we'll move on to that at the end. That was the uh, the thing we are going oh, to touch on at the end. <laughs> we are going to move on to how to obviously improve champs and kind of bring in rewards of that. Um, but I know Mark, you have created a team of the week prediction. Who who are you kind of thinking is going to be kind of the, the place to look out for in the team of the week? Um, week? I've been absolutely ridiculed all over Twitter today. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> seen it. Um, so I actually included um, Allen's one to watch card um, in my prediction and. I think I must have had one of the first predictions out. So I think he's rose in price, like nothing to do with me. I've not tipped him anywhere, but there's a lot of people unhappy with me about him. Um, easy, easy, Jack. It's all right, mate. But I mean, <laughs> I won't say anything. I won't say anything. I definitely don't have a chance to play Jersey right over my shoulder. Here. I think the team of the week, it's again, I think when everyone sort of knew who was going in it on Sunday, everybody sort of stopped that goal and put chance because. You've got Dybala, who scored a goal. Other than that, Tony Cruz, maybe, but they're not usable. You know, Lozano might get one, but again, he's already got an inform. Bamba could get one, but he's already got his player of the month. So there's not really anybody to look forward to, if I'm honest. Jamie Vardy Vardy might get one, two, two assists and a goal. But again, he's got an inform, he's got a rule breaker already people are probably going to use the rule breaker because it looks nicer. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I know I one I did see here that I did like was uh, James Tavernier, the uh, the Rangers right back. I know people aren't going to use him too much, but he, he's not doesn't look too bad of a card. But like I said, it it you know it's getting bad when you're thinking that James Tavernier is not looking bad from between the week. Um, I think I've had him in about four predictions this year. He just keeps scoring and getting assists. Um, I think he's got 17 goals and 12 assists this season or something like that. Like, he should have an inform every week. But yeah, like I said, it is. I said, I know you, I know you included Madison here as well. I know Madison's obviously got the that UC, the yeah. UEL card, hasn't he, as well? I mean, 
like I said, it's Team of the Week is getting to a point where you kind of... I, I can see why people stop at God 3, even Silver 1. There's I'm no not gonna lie, going to lie, the only inform that I want is that Thomas Suchek from West Ham, because I don't know if anybody's used his rare gold card, but I used it at the beginning of the game, and he was unbelievable for me. He was just a tank in that midfield. I got his red uh, right back. No, no, one is a different one, in it? It's a right back. West Ham, I was all right. What was his name? Carfu. Yeah. And it, I, I thought he was all right as well. But yeah, for me, mate, like, just, yeah, it's just another team of the week. Like, it just doesn't, it's just so redundant now. Um, it, I think it's put a bit of mixture of the promos and the fact that, like, like Matt was saying, like, the upgrades are just the minimal at best. So it doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, that's. I think the the one I I'm keeping an eye on here. Um, I don't really want to pronounce his name. The the Wamang Wamang Tuku, the um, five star skiller might be a silver star this week. He could have got it last week with two goals. Um, I don't know if you boys even have heard of him, but he's a. Oh, uh, it could be a decent silver stars card. Five star uh, skiller too. Scored past Dortmund, didn't he? Yeah, scored past Dortmund. He's a link to a Balassi as well. He's from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Yeah, I'm well, glad you said that. I'm glad two people did their own work here. I don't know who he is. With the Palacio can't be in a cam, like you can have him a cam and then a striker, and they're both five five star killers, aren't they? Yeah, but I don't I don't uh, think yeah. we'll see many of them, will we? <laughs> Probably not. But no, we're going to move into the uh, kind of the final part of the the podcast here. The I know we did touch on it slightly earlier, um, but also the main thing I think for me is how how can we improve kind of maybe champs as a whole, but also rewards with champs. I think I've seen more and more people this year stopping at gold three, stopping at gold two, at least stopping earlier than where they can maybe get to just because there's no kind of point to doing it. Um, I know one suggestion I had earlier was um, that they try and do what they did with team of the season last year as far as like a tiered system in champs. So if you say you got like a, a gold two or high, you got like an 84 guaranteed player or like gold one or elite three, you got like an 87, something like that, which is not a bad shout. Um, kind of, we'll start with Jack. What are your kind of ideas how we could improve champs going forward? It's tough. Like I would say like, is it too early to throw in promo rewards? Cause then you're just giving everybody, like, not say giving everybody a super high team, but um, you're making a more attainable for everybody. And then everyone has the same level of team whether you're like a massive trader or someone who's paid to win. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, yeah, like, so is that, is that the answer? Is, is that in people's minds because of how late FIFA 20 stayed on because of lockdown? Um, and that's why we were given rewards, uh, those rewards at the end of FIFA, which we are every year really. But because there was such a quick turnover between 20 and 21, and that's still in people's heads and it's kind of like is it too early but yeah it's gone to the stage now where because there is so many promos team of the week is dead like like as you said there's no one it got to the stage now where you don't care about the results of the week for team of the week purposes um because there's no need for inform anymore um yeah how, how they will replace them make champs better I don't know. I think it's in a bit of a grey spot at the moment. Until it's actually like Ross is doing at the moment. He's stopping a goal one, just getting his rewards for team of the year, building up. I mean, that's what most people are usually are doing now at this stage, and that's kind of just a bit killer, like because when most of us are not going to get team of the year after all this grinding, we're going to be putting into it. 
and come team of the year, we're not going to get a player in the team of the year. How many people are going to drop off FIFA for a couple of weeks? Yeah, yeah. that's honestly you picked on a point that I honestly didn't even think about as far as that if there was kind of promise off in the uh, the red picks that kind of the the power curve would kind of get there too early and i know from i listened to a i think it was tube boy at one point um because of the tube boy used to work at ea and he said that ea worked out that the quicker people got to like an end game team that's when they stopped playing as much fifa the longer they can keep players kind of trying to slowly build towards that team they can keep them more involved and that's kind of why they've got more incentive to keep the kind of rewards not great so you've got to work even harder to get to that end team. Because again, they want they want people to play FIFA. Obviously, they want people to open packs and stuff, but it, it's tough trying to... Again, EA are a business. Um, again, they might not be the most liked business, but they know how to run a business well as far as generating more and more money each year. Um, but I know, uh, Ross, what do you? Uh, what are your kind of opinions on this? Um, I think one thing I'd maybe just play devil advocates on that a bit and what I just like to do that to Jack in general. But um, <laughs> no, I think I, I get that the old end game thing and people getting there quick, but I guess the counter argument to that is that because there is so many promos, the game is very dynamic in the sense of like, you might be end game this week, but give it a month and you won't be end game because there's just so many cards coming out that there's just better and better cards. Um, however, I do think, um, you know, someone like, as you know, like I think I'll, uh, of course I'll drop it in there. I think it was the second off the week I got 27. And since then, I just, I've gone to gold one. I'm just not, I'm just not bothered. Um, like, That'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just not bothered. Like, I, I, you know, I, I either don't play the last five, six games, whatever it is, or I'll just give them to someone else. Because the Reds are fun, but... Obviously, we know the chance. I know, like, I've got lucky this year. I've got a Mane and a Gomez, um, which is very good. But, like, we all know they can be miserable. And at the same time, like I say, it's, if you realistically think about it, it's really just for ace. It just looks good, doesn't it? Let's be honest. It just looks good. When you see someone with a red play, you're like, oh, that looks, you know, looks nice. Mane's card is minimally better than his gold card. Gomez is minimally better than his gold card. I think they need to put promo rewards in there. Or, or like you say, like, they need to look at, Look, EA knows every team of the week they put out what cards are they going to be the most in-demand cards, don't they? Whether it, and it's not just about ratings; it's about you know, like if a if a eighty-one Inform Sissoko comes out, EA know that people are going to want that card, right? It's not just going to be about the Ronaldo's or whatever. So I think they need to find a way of of staggering, you know, awards to where like if you get elite. If you get top 100, I mean, you've, we've all watched top 100 awards and it's like, that is disgusting. Like, you've just finished third in the world and you've got nothing, right? Basically nothing. Yeah, no, like, they, they should be locked in at something. There's got to be some, like, I know some people argue that's not fair, that they're better players, they don't need the better teams, but, like, I don't know, like, for it's me, got, yeah, I'm the other way around. They, they, if, they, if you finish first in the world, then you should be given something. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, and then elite one and so on and so forth, you know. Because when you finish gold three or whatever, you can still get them cards. It's just a lesser chance, isn't it? You know, it should, that's how it should be for me. So, it, it weekend league is. I kind of wish they took it back to again. You guys, I know we keep going back to FIFA seventeen for probably the fiftieth time, but like, please don't mention the forty game weekend league. No, no, God, <laughs> God, no, 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 no. But like, 
go back to where, like, I don't know if you remember this, but they scrapped it really quickly. There was one weekend league. I think it was the second or third weekend league where you had to have, I think it was one or two silvers in your team. That's what I would like to see. they, They had it for one weekend league and they never saw it again. You had to qualify with silver teams and stuff. They did one weekend league, but I think it was either one or two silvers in your team, or you could only have a max team rating of 80-something, and you couldn't have a bronze bench. And it was scrapped like that because everybody complained, like, no, that's ridiculous. But for me, like, if they if, if they came out today and said, this weekend you have to use silver players, I'd be all in 30 games. I think it'd be fantastic. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree with me, but just it, just to keep it fresh. Yeah, no, I, li- I like that. And I think if there was kind of prior notice to that and not saying like oh by the way next week guys you've got to do this if there was some kind of say in two months time we're going to start messing around the weekend league i think that i think that would be good for certain people i know you're going to look at the competitive players and pro players but maybe if they want to have like a separate kind of competition for guys who are considered pro players then 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 do that but well my argument to that too mate is i understand i understand that obviously they use that for qualification for the stuff but like if I use a silver team and Tex uses a silver team, he's still going to beat me. Do you know? You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. Like it, it's all relative. Like if my team comes down here, his team comes down here, but his ability is still up here and my ability is still down here. So like that would be something I'd like to see. Is just something a bit different. And I do think there needs to be either promos in the reds or tiers to where like if you hit elite, you're guaranteed. You know, they know. Let's say there's maybe four or five top tier informs every week. You're guaranteed one of them reds every week you yeah know, no, I, I, I like that and again i like the idea of kind of changing a weaker league so it's not a case of everyone's using a super meta team and again that's that's the issue is though it everyone has to play with a meta team and i know guys who have tried to play with a fun team but they soon realize that to play fifa i think for most people they don't find enjoyment unless they're winning that's the issue i think people say they enjoy using certain cards but it doesn't last very long. I know, at least for me anyway, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a competitive player, but I, I like to win. And I, you, you definitely find that you don't have as much enjoyment when you're not winning. Um, so again, for a lot of people who, again, I wouldn't wouldn't say the average is probably gold three, but for mo- a lot of people, then they're, they're losing less games than they're, or sorry, losing yeah. more games than they're winning. So it's tough. Um, but move on to Mark. And Mark, kind of, what are your kind of takes on the, uh, the weekend league and rewards go? Well, you know me with weekend league. I never play my own weekend, do I? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went. My account went fourteen and one this weekend. Obviously, I didn't play with a record like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's it's got to the point where I don't enjoy playing it. Why? Like, yeah, I, I get the lads on one of them accounts to play for me. I'm good good mates with him. He plays plays for free, so I don't pay him. Well, he just plays because he enjoys it, as I don't. Um, and every every game is sweaty. It's very rare that you win a game comfortably. Um, and it, it's not for the casual player. And going back to what's been previously mentioned um, about requirements, I start to think, could we implement a second weekend league where... Maybe it runs Thursday to Monday, but it's less serious, maybe less games. And maybe you do have them requirements like a silver team or you have to have five different card types in your team. Like just little requirements, which make it challenges that squad building thing as well. Like who can make the best squads or 
I remember FIFA 17 again, like we keep going back to it, it must have been the holy grail of FIFA or something. But, <laughs> um, it was that delay, think, I'm telling you. You were limited with icons, I, I think, in some weekends. Yeah. yeah. You only use one one icon or stuff like that, or no icons. But then you get the issue with the pro players and, you know, they just want to use their meta teams. Something I would like to see come back in some way would be the monthly reward system. And I'm not yeah. saying rewards should be only monthly. You still get your weekly, you still get your reds. But if you've played four or four weekend leagues that month, you know, have a little bonus at the end of the month, like a couple extra packs or maybe you get two extra player picks from all of the team of the weeks together. Just something like that, just to reward you for continuing playing. I mean, it's a lot of games, like 120 games of FIFA when... You know, we all know how stressful every game can be. Yeah, no, I, I like that idea of kind of adding an extra little bonus for kind of people who, who do all go on and play those extra games or at least play every single week in league in a certain month. I know at least from, obviously FIFA 17 was my kind of first kind of delve into Omnit team. And again, my uh, my monthly rewards weren't great, but it's just another kind of, if you add the red picks plus monthlies, it makes it a little bit better. Um, it kind of does give you an incentive to kind of keep going and keep playing. And like I said, that's, that's the toughest thing. And there is no kind of right now, at least, incentive to, to go any further. And um, I think that's the main issue, really. Like you guys touched on, there uh, there needs to be some change to it, I think. But there's not kind of a clear and obvious answer. Like, obviously, like Jack mentioned, that if we were to include promo cards in the red picks, would that make the power curve get there too early? But also, at the current state, Red picks aren't kind of a, a worthwhile reward for kind of what we're doing and putting into the weekend league. Um, so it's tough. I think that's why EA struggle at times. But also, it doesn't help that everyone kind of seems to hate EA, regardless of what they do. Um, but no, guys, thanks very much for, for coming on. I know we've gone over probably a little bit of time here, but again, appreciate you guys coming on, um, having your insight and kind of your, your ideas and opinions on everything that's going on currently. Um, but again, thanks to Jack thanks to Ross and thanks to Mark again you can catch Jack Jack what is it exactly on Twitch uh, TV for slash King Lampard King Lampard Jack when do you stream normally as well um, well not over the last week I do it <laughs> in, 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 with his, probably his mates in the gulag <laughs> yeah. Um, no yeah um, usually around 7 to 10pm UK time UK, uh, UK time Okay, and those are you are you daily streams are you back to daily streams now um i will be back to wednesday to sunday streams okay and then we've got yeah. ross so ross what are your what's your current schedule right now are you looking to get back into it more unemployed <laughs> part-time streamer or whatever you call it whatever they call it um this week i should be streaming every day up to friday and then obviously i'm flying back to the uk for a few weeks coming back to the back to god's country for Christmas and you're um, yeah and you're the good lad 77 correct yeah the good lad 77 and then um the usual streaming schedule is every day but Saturday um 7 p.m central time in the U.S. which is 1 a.m uh UK time so sounds good and then Mark I know Mark you dabbled a bit of a uh, bit of streaming but you're primarily on yeah. Twitter aren't you no you find me over on Twitter um yeah streaming just wasn't for me and what's your what's your Twitter handle, Mark? So people can find uh, you. It's just Mark Mark Foot Trader. Uh, Mark is M A R C. So just Mark Foot Trader. Um, little blue badge with the blue M. 
And that's where you'll find me. There we go. Perfect. Thanks very much, guys. And again, we will have another podcast coming out. will be released probably next Tuesday, but this one here will be coming out um, when you guys listen to it on Tuesday, December 15th. But no, thanks very much, guys. Um, thanks for coming on. Cheers, mate. Thanks. Yeah. Cheers, Max. Thank you.